Hey listeners, welcome back to Young Black Travelers Podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about representation matters, chubby and black, so stay tuned. So welcome again to this episode of the Young Black Travelers podcast. Again, my name is Asher Cunningham, and I'm the founder of Young Black Travelers. And joining us today, actually, we have another Young Black Travelers um, fellow. Um, our lead marketer is on here with us today. Chrisanne, introduce yourself. Hey, it's your girl, Chrisanne, <laughs> backed by popular demand. Won't be the last time. <laughs> I'm glad to join this conversation because it hits home for me. Exactly. Good, good. I'm happy to have you here, Chrisanne, with us. And our listeners are happy that you are on this podcast. But we have, like most episodes, um, a special guest. And on today's episode, we have Jeff Jenkins. Come on, Jeff, hail up our listeners. Hello, hello. What's up, beautiful people? (laughs) Yes, yes. So actually, Jeff um, and and Young Black Travelers, so Chubby Diaries is the um, blog that you write. We were all featured on an, um, an in an article on the Washington Post, and that article actually was titled um, Seven Black Voices on What Needs to Change in the Travel Industry. And I thought it was a, honestly a very powerful article because obviously we are all travelers and we all see that there are issues within the travel industry. And even if we, we haven't thought about it before articles like this, this article brought out a lot of the issues or the structural the structural things that are are, are within the, the industry that is probably holding a lot of Black people hostage or probably keeping a lot of us, a lot of us from traveling. Um, Jeff, you want to probably talk about that article a little bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, my... Um... It was it was definitely great to be featured in that article. The one thing that I talked about was uh, just how I got started in my journey, but uh, I also go into talking about how the industry, for a majority of it, only shows uh, white people. And mm-hmm. even when it comes down to what I do, I'm I created Chubby Diaries, mm-hmm. the founder of Diaries, which helps chubby people travel the world. So not only do they not feature um, um, they only feature white people a lot of times. They only feature like healthy, fit, or mm-hmm. the same healthy mm. in a way fit um, representation, and they don't have a lot of marginalized groups in here. And so, I wanted to see that change um, in the representation. Mm. Uh, I see myself represented in the media. Um, if you typed in travel right now. Uh, in Google, I promise you, you'll probably see uh, a whole bunch of um, white people. <laughs> so exactly, definitely, 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 we wanted to see a change, and that's what the one thing that I got to talk about while I was doing what I was doing. Wow! Or an article. Uh, good, good. I mean, it hit home for me because I'm plus size, so giving it away um so i'm just so curious on what made you create chubby diaries in the first place what what started it off for you so uh the reason i started chubby diaries was because like i was just saying earlier was i i I literally i wanted to be a travel blogger uh people said hey you need to find a niche um and i was like i don't know what my niche is going to be i was like i could do black travel but i didn't feel like that was as unique um, mm. because there was other people doing it. 
uh, especially at that time. And I wanted to be more of a, like, to be honest, like I literally wanted to do stuff that other people weren't doing. And mm. when I filled out this like little worksheet that my cousin had gave me, uh, cause she works in PR, um, I filled it out and I was like, I don't see anything here. She was like, no, what you want to do is talk about your own experiences. You want to be able to do the things, the basic things that come natural to you. And mm. I was like, well, I'm stubby and I'm black. So boom, there we go. Yes. So even when I figured it out right then in the moment, I was like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, like I was inundated with uh, just memories um, and just my experience. Cause at that time, I think I had been to 20 plus countries. Wow. Um, me being out there, I usually, I used to never see anybody plus size or somebody as uh, big as me hmm. going on these trips. And I was like, man, I definitely know there's definitely uh, plus size people out there, especially in America. So I'm like, <laughs> where are they at? And so I knew I was onto something there. Mm. And, uh, and that's when I started doing the research and finding out, oh man, like there's fears. Um, there's uh, the lack of a, uh, accessibility and comfort and community for plus size people in the travel space or that want to travel, but they don't. So uh, that's what gave me that uh, to go for it and, and just even talk about mm. it. Wow. And what message through your platform right now that you hope to relay to your audience um, from Chubby Diaries? So yeah, um, to me, it's always live life now. Um, my One mm. of my family members, I remember uh, when I first started, uh, he asked, he was like, hey, why don't you just tell people to lose weight and then you don't have to have this platform? Wow. Oh, wow. I, I was like, well... I can tell you this now that there's so many other platforms that are art out there that's telling people lose weight, feel great. But for mm. me, I wanted to speak to the person where they're at right now. Mm. A lot of times we want to come down to um, when it comes down to um, weight loss or weight journeys or whatever it is, they're always having people think about where they're going to be. Mm. Um, you can't be happy until you get to that point. Uh. Mm. Um, and so for me, I'm trying to show people like, yo, you can get out there now and live life now. And so mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing. I'm getting people where they're at right now to get out there because it could take you years mm -hmm. before you get to your ideal weight. Wow. Good, wow. good. And, and, and Jeff, so we know that, well, from the article, you talked about um, your mission trip to Rwanda. Uh -huh. um, tell us about that. Well, yeah, I, I went on a mission trip. Um, back in 2017 and mm -hmm. this is right when I quit my nine to five as a high school uh, teacher. Wow. I taught for nine years. Mm. Um, and so I, I left and I was you like, left the I'm little gonna... ones. Yeah, I did. <laughs> high school, they're not so little. So in administrations do too. So mm. um, yeah. But I can tell you that, like, I went on this trip and we went to go build um, gardens while we were out there. Mm. And while I was out there, I was just so inspired. Uh, that was my first time to the continent. So I was very happy about yeah. that. Um, got to do a safari, all of that. I was just, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, wow. But while I was there, while I was there, I was like, wow. 
these people need water. Mm-hmm. And so me and my friends um, that was there with me, three of us or four of us came back and was like, yo, we need to do something. Hmm. We need to bring water to them. And so we started this water well project called uh, the Mazi uh, project where we built water wells back in that same community that we went to build uh, the garden. And so from that, that opened up the doors of even me uh, getting into travel blogging. And I was like, hey, like while I was there, I was like, OMG, I want to do this. Uh, I want to be able to travel the world, help people and get paid to do it. Mm. And so now that has definitely opened up. So other than Rwanda, what other African countries have you visited? So I've only been to uh, Uganda and uh, South Africa, but uh, I do have a trip coming up um, Hmm. in May, hopefully, to Ethiopia and Mauritius. In May of 2021. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) And he said, by the way, guys, you hear this? He said, I've only been to uh, Uganda, South Africa. Uh, those, listen, a lot of us haven't been to What is it, like 54? 54? <laughs> Brother, if I can get to all of them, I want it. <laughs> don't, don't quote me. I don't know how many countries it is. All right, I'm like okay I agree. I agree. Listen, that's my hope, too. Um, how was South Africa? Because that's oh, top man, of my gorgeous. list. Gorgeous, gorgeous. It, it literally is, is at the top of my... Uh, oh, I was right. 54 countries. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to look it up. <laughs> it was, Back check. It was so much fun. Um, I got to go. I got to do uh, multiple things. Uh, I wanted to go take pictures on a beach with uh, penguins. Mm. I, um, I had a, a dream of of going great white shark diving. You went, um, and I sure did. And, yeah, how was that? Uh, it was cool. It wasn't dangerous enough because you had to be ah. okay. So I think I want to try it again. Um, without a cage. Yeah, without a cage. Um, I don't know about great white, like great, great white sharks, but Ooh. I don't mind doing like the whole shark diving thing again. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, listen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think after would do it. That's his tone of voice right now. <laughs> no, listen, I, I definitely would um, actually, I, I would do it. Uh, but Jeff mm-hmm. said it wasn't dangerous enough. So, yeah, you, you, yeah you, you know what? Cage diving is fun. Like, I think you'll do well with that. Yes. Like, it's too fun with that. Like, I remember there was a guy there, and he was actually from Philly. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he was there, and I didn't even know him, but you could see him. He was a big grizzly dude, too. Uh, <laughs> whoa. And he was with his wife, and he was over there like, "Yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little nervous. I don't even <laughs> put his wetsuit on and everything. I don't know if I'm go." And he got on the boat. We got out there, and he was he saw it, and he was like, "Oh, that ain't bad." <laughs> he got in like three times. I was like, "Yo!" So he, he really did, but it was cold. That water was cold. Dust. Wow. So. Wow. Listen, he saw Jaws and he loved his life. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god but that, that was good Jeff um, but anyway we're going to close this segment and then we're going to get into the main conversation about re- how representation matters especially for black and chubby people within the travel industry so stay tuned Welcome back to this episode of the Young Black Travelers podcast. Again, we have um, Jeff Jenkins with us today, and uh, we're talking about representation of Black um, people and chubby people within the travel industry. Um, Again, Jeff was featured with Young Black Travelers and seven other Black voices um, Mm -hmm. in a Washington Post article. Um, That was the title of it. Um, But Jeff... um, our first question to you regarding this main conversation is how important is representation in the travel industry, especially as a chubby black man? I mean, it's, it's highly important it's mm-hmm. to the highest <laughs> when it comes down to traveling mm-hmm. uh, I think right now, when it comes down to just the travel industry in general, mm-hmm. uh, it is very whitewashed. Mm. Um, the only times I ever usually see, um, like people of color represented, um, especially like uh, black people as well, mm-hmm. uh, is usually uh, they're they're the the help, they're mm-hmm. the they're the bellhop, they're the servers, they're the the waiters, the waiters and the waitresses, um, they're the front desk clerks, mm-hmm. uh, or they're the the excursion people. Um, wow, so. A lot of times, and even when I go to a lot of Caribbean countries, um, where it's predominantly uh, uh, black uh, in these Caribbean countries, <laughs> you still see in the media you see white people represented in all of their media. Wow! Uh, and so it, it's what I've learned through my time and studying and uh, being able to look at research things and how. Uh, even people in these other countries, they they have a perception of black people and like, oh, black people don't spend money uh, when that's not the case. Or even um, people in the industry think that black people don't spend money or that black people uh, are not interested in, in doing outdoor activities um, or being sustainable um, when... <laughs> Well, that's never been the case. Wow. Uh, it just really came down to just the accessibility of it all and being able to have the opportunities uh, to be able to do something safely. Because mm. back in the day, that was the issue was like being able to travel somewhere and knowing that you go will go there and will be safe and that you're not going to be mis- mistreated or mm. even killed um, or, or like some kind of prejudice. Uh, against you and so that's why like just this whole representation in the black travel movement is is really growing right now and just even what y'all are doing it's great to have that visibility Mm. um, because there's decisions that can be made different Um, and right now uh, so I'm a part of Black Travel Alliance okay Uh, I help I'm one of the founding members of it Mm -hmm. Black Travel Alliance uh, is a nonprofit, or we're getting a nonprofit status right now, but but our whole mission is to bring uh, awareness or to bring um, accountability, amplification, and alliance 
Um, we want to see people represented. Uh, uh, our these black travel content curators mm. represented um, in like in media mm. uh, at different conferences. Wow. Uh, yeah, on social media, like just just all over in publications. Wow. And um, you y'all y'all know, so I can even just say it right off the bat. The first thing that uh, white folks love to say is like, uh, "Well, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know where any black people are." <laughs> uh, I put it out there, and no black person. Was oh yeah, they definitely guy. would say that. Look, you know, and so now, um, Black Travel Alliance was birthed from the black those black squares. And everybody doing that Blackout Tuesday. Mm. And we were like, oh, wow, this is the first time we've ever seen any of these travel brands talk about uh, anything dealing with the Black, the injustices of Black people. Mm. And so, like, we was like, okay, well, y'all doing this? Well, put your money where your mouth mm. is. And, and so now we're just really, really holding them accountable. And it's really cool to see how things are now shifting and the people that were the, the organizations within the travel space that we're getting to work with uh is great and the amplification of our own individual uh niches are even being able to be put on display so even for myself i do plus size travel mm -hmm. and i'm to be honest there really isn't that many people doing plus size travel period. but there also is so much money in plus size travel, mm. if hotel industry, uh, the cruise industry, just plain industry, like uh, if you can find ways to make things more accountable, you can bring in more people uh, to these different things. And so I'm a conduit between brands and, and consumers and bringing them together to, to find ways and solutions to make this more accessible travel for plus size people. So if it was not for like Black Travel Alliance and uh, like the Washington Posting, I don't even know if I would have been able to get the the amplification of what I am doing mm. in my in my career or like my pathway to the travel industry. It wouldn't be out there. So mm. um, I wow. remember the Black Travel Alliance. It was blowing up very. I, I was watching it from the very beginning. It's like a sports channel almost. The way that people were. Um, just given lists of different industries that they want to um, get accountable, and then seeing yes. one by one making the lists and and having those industries do the hashtag to make sure that um, their outline is seen or heard or um, that people can can see how they are showing the receipts or pulling up. You know? Show the receipts. They were, they were like, show the receipts. Pull up. Mm -hmm. And it was so powerful. And I saw uh, just a community, a hub of a lot of Black travelers and um, enthusiasts just coming together at that moment, which you don't normally see. We're normally spread out. But that was a moment yep. where we really came together and said, you know what? This injustice needs to stop. And we're willing to join together with all our niches and powers and, and and do something about it and put like real change to it. So wow. I remember that. Wow. And I, I think Jeff, you talked about 
basically I've, I've seen a connection in basically everyone who we have brought on the podcast this season from Melissa um, to everyone else who has talked about just how, you know, the, the, the Caribbean, they've brought up the Caribbean and just how the representation in the Caribbean has, is very surprising, right? Where, especially in, yep. in, in, a, in, a, in countries, I'm from the Caribbean, that are very Black-dominated, the representation and the image that is shown usually is very whitewashed. And it's so interesting. Um, but yeah, thank you for that, Jeff. Uh, so, Jeff, do you think they, the, the travel industry right, can do more in terms of how they represent Black travelers in their marketing, especially when it comes to your niche, which is the chubby travelers. Um, you mentioned it a little bit on um, visibility and representation in different events like conferences. So is there anything more um, that the travel industry can do in terms of their marketing? Uh, yeah. I don't know if, if y'all have seen commercials lately, mm. but I have so excited to see uh, just black representation mm. in these commercials. Specifically, I'm excited to see black families being represented. Mm. A lot of times, um, and like, and just so that y'all know, I have no skin against interracial uh, relationships or exactly. anything like that. Mm -hmm. But what I can tell you is, is that for some reason, when we want to feature a black person, that's when we 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 go above or these industry or these marketing people that's when they want to bring all the diversity so they were like hey you know what let's put a a black man with a white woman or a white woman with a black man uh so it's never so it's and I, and i promise you you can talk to my wife she'll tell you all the time because in the past that's all i kept saying i was like yo they never show like full black families on, on these commercials so I'm excited to see that, and I'm 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 excited to see that things are changing. I don't even know if y'all even seen uh, like these Disney movies and stuff like that. Anytime it's black people as the main character, they always want to bring the the most diverse cast to that to that uh, no. to that picture. And it always bothers me. It it does. Mm -hmm. It really does at times yeah. because they think that black black doesn't sell when that's not the case. So as things start to evolve, like I, I know that, like we just mentioned, that representation matters. And so, so those publications, like those travel magazines, mm. um, uh, the different people that like are featured in podcasts, mm. um, when we are like buying stuff on Amazon and there's products being given, like there being representation and uh, of just like black people within that space, um, I, I just I just really do think that there's there's still a lot of work to be done, mm. um, and I don't know how you go about it fully, but I do know people taking the effort and the steps to 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 t say that like hey we will feature more black, black people, people. will mm. understand the culture more. And be competent, culturally competent, mm. uh, and not just like sympathizers exactly. to it. You know, like we want them to to actually dive in to black culture, just in the way that black people and people of color within this country have had to assimilate in a lot of ways, uh, and and just learn white culture mm. and think that that's the default culture when it's not. Mm. 
Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Jeff. And again, you are the founder of Chubby Diaries. And so yes. talk about what you think the industry can do to represent plus size travelers more. Well, I, I mean, well, one, just have features <laughs> like show. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, there's so many like uh, Instagram accounts um, out there that just do like featured accounts where they they just feature people. Mm. Um, like, I feel that there is a responsibility even on um, even on these featured accounts to to make sure that they're featuring plus size people on there. Because there's a lot of audience members that are plus size, mm. um, but the only ones that people feature a lot of times are like the the most ripped and like chiseled body person. Mm. When the average person in America isn't that representation at all, mm. so that's the same thing. Even like I, I love this. I did a video not too long ago. I, I I've said the biggest lie out there around the world is, is one size fits all. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it's not. And at all. And and my thing is, is that as hotels, like, well, and, it, and it, the reason I even brought it up was I went to a hotel and when I was at the hotel, they had a, the, the robes. It was a nice hotel. So they have the robes. And I knew the moment I saw it, that thing said one size fit all. <laughs> I tried it on. I knew before I even tried it on. I was like, "Yeah, this thing." Ain't uh, <laughs> and so, so one thing I would say is that, like, like hotels, like, what if y'all did have like just a a, a handful or a stock of just plus size robes on deck, and that that could be just a a feature, so that now mm. plus size people can be included in that, yeah. and actually make plus size people. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, if a hotel said, "Hey," we really got robes that'll fit anybody <laughs> or like, Hey, we got robes for everybody. I bet you a lot of plus size people to beat up, you know? So it, it's, it's small things like that. I always tell people, uh, even going to the excursions. So zip lining, right? I still like, I, I still want a zip line. Mm-hmm. I still, I just, I just know that, um, things aren't fully, fully safe for me to go because there's weight limits and, Size restrictions. So, I know that humans are 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 in, are, are are very smart. Uh, there's engineers out there, and there's even some uh, some uncles out there that that literally are whizzes at building and fixing things. And so, when it comes down to zip lining, I watched this show one time, and uh, it was about the burk. They went like burk hunting, which is the it's an ingrowth on um, on a tree. It's this massive like thing that's not supposed to be on trees. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a boil uh, in the human body. Oh, okay. What is, and people, what is it called? Burk? I think Burk. Something like okay. that. Maybe. Uh-huh. Don't, me, don't, don't make me lie to y'all. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm painting a picture for you. Paint it, now. paint it. Okay. So, Set the canvas. So you right now <laughs> that that thing uh, one costs thousands of dollars. Mm. Uh, and a lot of times, or even the show I was watching, uh, a lot of times they had to go, they were on top of a hill because they have to go to like hunt through these forests to find a thing. So if the thing, uh, if the burke was on top of a hill or the tree was on top of the hill and they had to bring it down, they would use a zip line. Wow. This bad boy caught, or this bad boy weighs 
hundreds of pounds, <laughs> like over a thousand and something pounds, you know, mm. like it, it, it definitely can be a ton easily. Wow. And so I'm over here like, wow, they were able to take this, this ton, uh, one ton, uh, Burt off of a, uh, on a zip line. They can, you, they use a zip line and bring it down to the truck. So I'm like, yo, we're not as big as trees or these Burt's that be on these trees. Mm. So, so that means there is some ingenuity there mm. in like being able to accommodate heavier weight, you know? Makes so sense. I feel like that's one thing. And then even when it comes down to parachutes, mm. yo, they, they use cars, like the military, they, 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 they take cars, they can throw cars out of planes and they can parachute. Uh, they, they do massive amounts of food that they use with parachutes as parachute drops. So I just know that there's ways that the industry can find like a safe means mm. uh, to accommodate plus size people. And it just, it's just taking somebody to be bold enough to do it. And a lot of times I'm starting to realize that plus size or people that are not plus size don't think about plus size matters. That's true. Mm. I could, I could, I could attest to that. Plus size yeah. matters. Yes. And so like, <laughs> So when they don't think about it, and I, and I can even tell you, man, I met a, a, a very affluent um, uh, CEO of this uh, big company or organization. It's a nonprofit organization. <laughs> He's an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. He came up to me. Uh, we already had talked, and he already knew me, and then we were just like at some like shindig at an uh, event, and he just sat down, and we got a, a quick, intimate moment together, and he sat there and just cried. Uh, or teared up on me. And I was like, yo, what's going on? He was like, hey, man, I want you to know, like, this whole time until you said something, the way that I thought about plus-size people or I thought about fat people, chubby, I don't care what you want to call them, uh, Mm. the way I thought about them was in such a negative way that I never thought about them as human beings. Wow. No. And so he was like, even when it came down, he said what really got him was when he, like those airlines, he was like, man, I'm always so caught up on myself of like, oh, I hope this this big person doesn't come sit next to me. Mm. Not thinking about that the big person is just as uncomfortable mm. or they're even more uncomfortable exactly. or they have more anxiety than you do. Wow. And so just to, just to see that and hear that, I thought that was great. But so I just know now that what needs to happen is uh, people just need to be aware. Mm. And, and I always get it. I get it so much. People be like, huh? I never even thought about this. Oh my gosh. Whoa. So, and, and that's why I feel like I'm growing the way that I have because it's such a, it's not even unique. Like being plus size is not unique at all. The mm. uh, majority of America is considered plus size or, uh, or obese. It is. Uh, or overweight or obese. And so it don't matter how you even think about it or just talking about health and all that. Uh, I'm not even here about like the whole body positivity part of it. But what I am here for is like, and what people need, and even when it comes down to the travel industry, mm-hmm. is they need money. Money's going to mm-hmm. start coming through. Like, like, hey, we got to find ways to make money, and this is one way that you can make money, by being more accessible to marginalized groups of people, um, i.e. plus-size people. Wow. Mm. Wow. Good, good. Absolutely. I... I, I could attest to that because those are things I think about when my friends would ask me, hey, you want to go ziplining? I'm like, uh, I, have to, I have to look at the weight issue 
But I'm pretty sure when they do zip lining, they're not really looking at how much weight they could accommodate. Hmm. So definitely, if people are more aware of that matter, um, I think, and people will speak up more, I definitely do think uh, the industry could benefit from those insights and make those accommodations to bring in more revenue because they need money right now. They got to yep. get creative. They got to be real creative. And they got to be real creative. And if there's somebody who's listening to this podcast, can hear me. Uh, be the person that goes and makes the plus size strap. Yeah. Be that hmm. person. Be the person that goes and makes the harness for the zip line. Engineers, uh, or, engineers. Yeah, Listen. Dude, <laughs> like literally, and, and it don't take much. Like I'm telling you, it does not take much to be able to even get that going. And so um, I'm telling y'all, it's there's Jeff. We need we need to do it, and then we need to put our patent on it. That's it. <laughs> yes. that's, it. That's, that's it. I always tell people, and that's that's definitely something uh, I want to get more into. So, uh, mm. but I also just think, man, when it comes down to representation, um, even when it comes down to plus size, uh, being just plus size, I think. Well, I can tell y'all this, and this is only me speaking for me. Um, because I didn't see myself represented, I beat myself up a lot. Right. Mm. So there's the eating disorders, um, like the fear of going somewhere. Um, mm. I don't see myself there. So even when it goes down to the gym, wow. while I'm, the gym, I'm seeing everybody that's fit, that's healthy, like super, uh, like lean, like, like how, like why would I go to a place where I'm just seeing all these other people? Wow. Gyms want to sell memberships. They need to put fat people in that bad boy and put them yeah. on everything because that literally, that literally, literally will help. But I know I, you're right. I definitely, I just, do, I still do know that uh, when it comes down to it, uh, people that where I'm fighting this a battle, this uphill battle with an industry, and not even talking about uh, travel, but uh, talking about the the weight loss industry. It's a mm. it's a multi billion dollar industry. Wow. They're trying to make you feel bad about yourself. Mm. And so for me, I think that I can be representation to plus size people to mean and like, man, you know what? I've never seen a fat person wear a wetsuit. Mm. And I was like, will I even be able to find a wetsuit in my size? Mm. And now wow. I can. And I, I, I tell myself, I put myself out there. I show people like, yo, this is what I did. Here's the extreme level of it. The mm. intensity, this is how much you got to walk up. If you mm. can't do it, you probably should. Or like, not if you yeah. can't do it. Like, if you have whatever kind of issues you might have, like this is the intensity of the the hike that I'm doing, or something like that. But this, or this is an easy hike, and mm. everybody like so. Um, the more people have that information, the better they do, or the more they'll get out there and do. Wow, absolutely, and it's it's so sensitive. Like if you haven't walked in those shoes, it. it gets real sensitive where it's one thing to to see the accommodations from the travel industry but also how we relate to people that we're traveling with or around um and how that makes us more aware of what's lacking in terms of accommodation in the first place so mm -hmm. i my question to you jeff is is there any like personal incidents that you don't mind sharing I don't get too touchy, okay? No, I don't have, I have no, nothing to wipe those tears. But did any personal incident 
we could virtually send him a tissue. <laughs> oh, and I, I'm so I'm so I know the question that you're asking, like like yeah. where I saw a lack of or I felt it. Um, yeah. Well, I can tell you this: the one thing is, first, I, it wasn't until I mean I'm married now, um, but it wasn't until I married my wife and we went on a trip, and I think we were on the airplane is where it first when it happened at first. And I think we were just talking about the seats or whatever. And I was like, yo, I'm going to just put me on a window seat or something like that. I don't want to be in the middle. Nobody wants to be in the middle, but I didn't want to be yep. in the middle. Uh, <laughs> and she was like, something happened to where I was like, huh, you don't think about this, huh? She's like, nah, I don't. Like, if I have to be in the middle, I just have to be in the middle. Like, man, I am like, like anxiety written if I have to, mm. like the thought of me being in a middle seat with somebody, right? That I don't know. Wow. Uh, yeah, so it started with that of like, yo, you don't think about that, huh? And she was like, nah. And then I, then I just started thinking of just like all of this about like size restrictions, weight restrictions. And I just started naming off stuff to her. She was like, you know what? I never even think about that. Like that never crosses my mind of like, oh, is this, is this, is this going to hold me? Uh, can I actually do this ride? Will I be able to get on, like, to do this? Like, and I, mm. I just started going through a list of stuff, like roller coasters or, like I was telling wow. you, zip line. I just realized that I couldn't do it. And that's what I was trying to say, like, earlier, is that, like, I, I just, I realized in my head, because I, I just navigated the traveling space without being able to do uh, some of the things that other people are just able to do. And I just tell myself, and I found ways to, like, be like, I, I know I can't probably do that, so I'm just not going to go do it. But I'm going to still go out here, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just realized I did that, not knowing or knowing that other people didn't do it. And I was I was going to say to my, that's what really sparked, like, got the engines running when it was like, yo, why am I the only one doing this? And, you, oh, wow, I realized that the reason I'm still able to do it is because, one, I'm just bold enough to go out there. Hmm. Uh, it's not letting things hold me back, but it takes other people. It takes encouragement. And I can tell y'all now that it takes encouragement from everybody. And it doesn't matter like what, what's your, what's your ethnicity or anything like that. It does usually take some other outside force to, to get you or push you along. And even when it came down to black people in the black community to get black people to travel back in the day before Instagram was super hard. Hmm. And I was True. pushing them like, yo, yo, you're right. Get out there. And they was like, no. It, it does a greyhound go to Africa? Because if it doesn't, I ain't going <laughs> so to. Oh, wow. So, yeah, man, I've, I've just learned to, or at that time, to just like know that, like, uh, I probably can't do that one. And I'm not going to, I'm not playing, I'm not going to feel down about myself about it. I just found some other activity that I could do. Um, and so now I want it to where, we should be able to do all of these activities. And there's so many plus size people worldwide that uh, the, it, the times are changing. Wow. And yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it's like moments and events like these where it's not only the travel industry in a broad stroke of things, but how we ourselves as our own black community uh, should address the, not subsets, but things that are not in the mainstream idealism of, of travel. Like we people don't think about 
like representation of plus size or maybe someone who is not the normal look for a a, a young black traveler, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when people think young black traveler, they're thinking of vibrant, fit, mm. in the sun, chiseled, but there's normal people, right? Yep. Normal people want to travel and it's time that we also evaluate ourselves on who are we representing in our own platforms? Is it just the chiseled, good-looking Black people? Or are we really people that value any Black person that wants to travel? Uh-huh. And if we can have it within ourselves, resolve that, I think we'll have a lot more people and voices to 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 take head on to the industry. Yeah. Um, wow. Totally. Um, uh, Plus-size people, but what about 88? Uh, uh, yeah. deaf, blind, disabled. yes, yes, uh, like because mm-hmm. we, I also know that there are, uh, like, uh, other travelers out there that are peers of mine, cohorts of mine, and they're they're out there advocating for uh, uh, the more mobility so that they can, like, take their wheelchairs mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. or accessible to travel in wheelchairs or being a blind person and being able to travel more, mm. uh, have these different experiences. So I, I definitely know that like accounts like y'all, like it'd be amazing to continue to see uh, representation on all facets because uh, black people aren't monolithic and uh, we have mm. our own intricacies and we're amazing crew. So people, and we come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, all shapes and sizes, yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that is true. And I can tell you now, man, I, I know a lot of uh, plus size people that don't. Well, it's cool how like when I show when I take photos, man, I get DMs all the time. Like, yo, where you get your clothes from? Like, tell me where you got it from. Because mm. if it wasn't for one brands reaching out to me now or me having to like seriously go searching like <laughs> from hell to high water to go find some stuff um, like. I would not even know what to get. And so now me being able to do that, now these plus size people can go out there and go buy some clothes and now they can go look good too. You know, later, mm. when you look good uh, or when you feel good, you look good. Or no, when you look good, you feel good. And so like if mm. you if your outfit ain't right, you ain't trying to show it off to nobody. You feel me? You ain't trying to take no kind of pictures. But then, man, if you got a right outfit, it look good on you and fit well on your body, uh, and you're confident in it, like it'll it'll give you way more confidence in taking these pictures and stuff like that. And so, like that's that's the one thing I want to make sure that is happening within the space. That's like that's the power of representation. Yeah, all right, you're definitely paving the way, Jeff. And bottom of my heart, thank you. <laughs> you're taking on a big. You're taking on a big. Role, yes, and I thank you. For I think that. I mean Jeff. Jeff and 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 Chubby Diaries has a very pivotal part and a pivotal section of the travel industry and i think when you were talking about um airlines it brought me back to my internship days in washington dc where we basically were talking to the airlines about creating spaces for um just everyone right um um people with disabilities people with wheelchairs people we're talking about the 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 um, chubby people paying for two plane seats all of those things came up. And um, I guess the last point before we close this segment, do you do you think that the fact that sometimes, because it's been in the media a lot, 
where, you know, um, chubby people have to buy two plane seats. Do you think that um, limits a lot of black people who are overweight um, from traveling? Yes. I mean, unequivocally, yes, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. uh, well, one, because of the wage gap. Mm -hmm. uh, there's always, I mean, a lot of us don't come from, like, uh, wealthy backgrounds or even, like, medium backgrounds. Like, um, and so there's that portion of it, but then also just, yeah, like, paying for that extra seat, man, it sucks. Like, yeah. It really and it can suck, but I can tell y'all like Southwest, such a great company where recommendation. <laughs> they do such a great job at um accommodating plus size people. One thing that they do is that they uh if you do have to buy uh, an extra seat, they'll refund you if you do it in advance. And then if you don't do it advance and you just go up to the gate. You can ask them, be like, "Hey, is there an extra seat around? Uh, that, I, or is there an extra available seat on this flight?" And if hmm. it is, they definitely accommodate you. And if it isn't, and you don't want to just get on the flight, they will, um, they will put you on the next flight, the wow. next available flight. So they go above and beyond to, wow. to make sure, like, their um, body of size or people of size, customer of size policy. It's just really cool, and I, I really do hope that other airline industries um, adopt it um, mm. and things like that as well, because it definitely does help. It really does. And and I, and I know there's some people out there who are like, oh, just lose weight. Nah, that's, I mean, hey, once again, if you're, and I, I don't think I've ever said this before, but if you're always telling somebody, uh, like, lose weight, mm. Like that means you're not talking to them like there. Like you're you you even yeah. feel more bad about themselves. Like I'm not even valued where I'm at right now. Hmm. So, like man, please stop telling people that. Like man, try to get these people out there and act better. Uh, get out there and be more active because that's what I want. Like I want them to live life now. Like wow. a lot of plus size people that I know, they're like hermit crabs. Like um, hmm. it wasn't. <laughs> I've heard this one so many times uh, when I used to go out. You remember before COVID when we can go to like events and stuff like that? I remember. <laughs> mm, back in those days. Uh, so no, I'll be out there promoting Tubby Diaries, telling people about it, and I'll tell about my experiences. And I had so many people that tell me about their best friend or their family member. Uh, and they'd be like, oh my God, is that why they didn't want to go travel with me? They was like, man, I've, I've been pulling teeth to get uh, my sister or brother to go like out of the country with me. And they always be like, no, no. And there was mm. some, some people would be like, they would get angry with me. And then they will even come back and um, and he would, they were like, wow, that's why. Uh, but they would even go talk to their, their siblings or friends and ask them like, hey, is this the case? And then they were able to have deep and meaningful conversations about, mm. wow, this is the reason why you weren't going out there. I never knew. And so like, okay. it, it's, it's, it's powerful. Um, and like, man, representation, like you say, like Nike in London did uh, that plus size mannequin with the athletic wear. You remember that? Mm. I don't know if y'all seen that. Mm -hmm. but you know, people like so much backlash over that. And I'm like, yo, don't y'all want plus size people to get in the gym and be healthy? <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? 
makes no sense. So I just really do feel like that's that's something that just has to happen. And uh, I really do feel like fat phobia is really real in these streets. Wow. Wow. Okay, Jeff, thank you so much for all of this. This was really good information. And we're closing this segment, but we have a little bit more for you. So just stay tuned and we'll be right back after this break. travelers uh so just to recap on the main conversation we went through a lot but representation really does matter um especially for chubby or plus size travelers and i can relate um but jeff really broke it down into how the industry right now could capitalize they need to and i hope they took notes uh, because we basically gave them gems from um, how to accommodate them in terms of clothing and hotels to um, how to be more aware of just how people are viewing certain accommodations like airlines, for example, um, things that are activities like zip lining, and also just within our own community, mm-hmm. how we can have deeper conversations and awareness about it so that when we come to these industries, we're not only one voice, we're a, a multitude of voices and Jeff has really truly been um, just a pioneer yes. of the plus size yes. travel that a lot of people, a lot of people, especially the black travelers are not talking enough mm. about and not getting those points. <laughs> and that is the recap of the wow. last segment. So uh, just want to give a quick shout out to the diary of a curly curvy girl. Um, that's the diary of a curvy girl. She has a website called the diary of a curvy girl.com. Um, her name is Tiffany Nicole. She reps New York, New York, New York. Um, she is a style and fashion influencer and also a content creator. Um, actually, Ashley, our editor, put us mm. on her and her Instagram is so pretty. So shout out to you, girl. We got we got about these plus size girls. They're 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 shout so out, shout out. So shout and out and, and so Jeff, um Thank you again for joining us on this episode. Um, But before you go, we have one or two more questions for you. And I think you answered this one, but I'm going to ask it to you directly. um, Because I think you answered it before in the last segment. What is your chubby... (laughs) Go ahead. What is your chubby diary airline recommendation? For black and colored people. I already answered it. It's definitely... (laughs) You already did. Say it again. Mm-hmm. What is it? Southwest Airlines. Southwest. Yes, you did. So Southwest, <laughs> we are shouting you out. And okay, so what is next for Chubby Diaries? Uh, well, yeah. Well, we're getting the the website uh, together. Um, literally, I've been spending the past mm-hmm. like week and a half. Like I don't, I don't haven't been really doing anything, but getting this website together. We have a whole new functionality to it, and. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. going to be made for everybody, but mainly targeted towards plus size people. 
but we'll still have like the interaction on it. It'll be a go-to website mm. for for anybody. Okay, so a scrawny little man like me could come on there. It's that entailed down to travel features and the different uh, travel guides that we'll have and uh, location uh, detectors and stuff like that where you can get uh, pinpoint accuracy on like just the location of a, of a restaurant or excursion that you're trying to do. Mm, good, good. Mm, wow, good. Nice. So Jeff, before we close, um, just share your social media info with our listeners so they can know how to find you and connect with you and all of that good well, stuff. Well, yeah, so um, you can follow me on uh, at Instagram at Chubby Diaries underscore underscore. Um, mm -hmm. Chubby Diaries is my Facebook and uh, TikTok is Chubby Diaries as well. I forget that one now. Uh, they didn't shut that one down. TikTok is still alive. alive and well right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's still alive. I'll try to give them a chance. You should. It's, and definitely, if you're a business minded and or even if you are a content creator and you want to grow, uh, that's one great way of growing mm. uh, an audience because this is a okay. different audience. But I love the new thing that TikTok mm -hmm. has right now called Trends Start Here. Uh, I can definitely tell you right now that uh, if you want to keep up with the trends and things that are going on, definitely TikTok is the way to go. Um, and, and then just okay. my website is chubbydiaries.com. So uh, look forward to Good. it. Uh, there's going to be so many great things that come uh, in the next month on chubbydiaries.com. Y'all are going to hear about it, so. Awesome. Wow. Whew. Thank you, Jeff, for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This was really a good conversation. Actually, it was great. Um, it was needed. Um, and again, yeah, well, well needed. needed. I think we definitely, through this conversation, really inspired a lot of people. Um, because travel is for everyone. Travel is for the slim. It's for the medium size. It's for the plus size. It's for everyone. And hopefully you, our listeners, were really inspired. Um, and again, make sure you're following Young Black Travelers in all mediums. Um, podcasts, our Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. again, thank mm -hmm. you for listening to this episode of the Young Black Travelers podcast. Until the next one, take care. Take care, one. guys. Bye.